Welcome to another episode of Only the Brave Have Fun. This is your host, Jasbir, and today's guest is Lubna Forsley. Lubna is a MD of Stories. Stories is a consulting firm which helps companies and leaders create stories worth sharing. She's also a speaker, a writer, a storyteller. She often speaks in major conferences and events. She was recently chosen to participate in a global TV program called The Social Movement, which will be distributed on Amazon Prime and iTunes. She also uh, recently did a TEDx talk on uh, disrupting with purpose and creating a story worth sharing. In this episode, she's going to share her insights and industry secrets on how big brands like Coca-Cola and the UN, you know, share, utilize story to create lifelong customers. So let's welcome Lubna. Well, good morning, Lubna. Welcome to the show. Good morning. What Thank you. What time is it in Dubai now? It's almost noon. It's almost noon. Great. <laughs> so it's almost... Um, around half eight-ish in, in, in London. I bet it's, uh, it's, it's very hot and uh, what, what is it now, summer or winter in, in, um, in Dubai? It's always summer in Dubai. <laughs> it's always summer. Great, awesome. Well, thank you very much for connecting and, and coming onto the show. I wanted to connect with you and, and speak to you about uh, personal branding. You're an expert in corporate communication and marketing. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to get your views. Uh, I've seen some of your posts go viral, uh, got a lot of you know, attraction and communication and really explore and, and get, your, uh, get some ideas and, and some thoughts for people that are building a personal brand. Before we do that, before we get into that, for the people that don't know Lubna, um, how would you introduce yourself? So I'd say I'd start by introducing myself as a mom. I'm a proud mom of uh, four. I have three kids and a business. And I always say that my business is my fourth child because it takes as much time as my kids. Um, so I'm a proud mother and I'm a consultant uh, for large corporates uh, who want to reshape and restructure their story and their corporate communications departments. Right, great. And what's the reason you, you're behind you moving into using the principles from corporate um, you know, marketing communication and building, you know, applying that to your personal brand? Because I've seen your posts, your, your videos, your content, and it seems to get a lot of traction. Um, it needs to get a good following. And obviously your background is more in the corporate sector and you're an expert in that. Uh, and you seem to apply those principles really well. And you work for some big organizations. So share that little bit of a journey, you know, about your, your journey and how you apply those principles and um, why is it important to build a, a personal brand as well as you know, a company brand. Sure. So um, I'm new to uh, content creation online. I've spent you know, my, my entire life mainly working offline because I always believed that it's so important to live a life of impact. And I felt that I wanted to make that impact one-on-one with the CEOs that I work with. And, and while I was doing this, I was so focused on everything I was doing for each of the companies that I was working with. Um, and I didn't spend any time basically taking care of my own brand. And what worked really well when I did that is that, you know, my consulting was going really well. And I never really felt that I needed the online world to generate any money because I had good connections offline and I was able to use these. However, you know, life has changed. Social media has changed everything. And I was completely absent from social media, uh, completely from all platforms. I only had a Facebook account that I used for my family to post pictures. And then at one point this year, a few things started happening that made me actually make the shift. 
the first one uh, I was watching a video for Gary Vee, who I find very inspiring. And in, in this video, he said, I post all of these videos every single day because I want my kids to watch these one day and know what I'm all about. And um, it just hit me that day because I realized that I didn't have any videos to share with my kids. If God forbid something happened to me, my kids, you know, especially the younger one who's only three, uh, would not have captured what their mom was about, what my beliefs are, what I stand for. And that's when I kind of started this whole journey. The other thing that happened is I was talking to a person about, uh, you know, their content. And uh, the person looked at me and said, how could I trust you to help me with your with my content when you don't have any followers? And that like basically kind of surprised me. <laughs> and I started, you know, explaining to the person that I've consulted with the most important people in, in, in my region. I've consulted with the most important brands. I've worked with some of the most important brands, including, you know, Coca-Cola, the United Nations, etc. And that he could trust me with that because I was able to make that impact with them and that he could ask for referrals. And then I went home that day and I'm like, somehow, somewhere, I don't agree, but somehow, somewhere, maybe he's right. Maybe I, you know, I should have worked on my personal brand and I should work on my personal brand. And that for me, I think is the one of the mistakes that I've done in my life that I've spent most of my time in the, because I was pursuing impact, I spent most of the time helping other corporate brands and the companies that I worked in rather than spend some time working on my own brand. So I started all of this journey in Feb uh, this year. And I specifically wanted to focus on LinkedIn because that's where my audience is. My audience are mainly CEOs and leaders. uh, And it's gone really, really well. And I think if I can give you the five principles that I apply um, that I took from the corporate world to my own personal brand, they'd be as follows. The first one, I... I don't talk too much about what I do in my business. I don't, you know, talk about my services. I'm not on LinkedIn to sell. I'm on LinkedIn to talk about my journey, to talk about my purpose, to inspire others to make impact. And I feel that when you're less pushy with your sales message and you talk about your purpose and you talk about your why, as Simon Sinek says, then people tend to connect with you more because they feel that you're more genuine. So that's the first principle. If you look at global brands like Coke and, you know, they don't talk about the product. They focus more on the lifestyle or the UN. The other thing is that I try as much as possible to connect with my audience. I sat, stepped back when I started this whole thing and I did a personal branding uh, presentation for myself and, you know, looked at who is my audience and what are their problems in life? What are their pain points? How can I help them solve their pain points? And then I started putting out content that I'm passionate about because you really need to put out content that you're passionate about, but also content that, you know, somehow somewhere catches your audience's attention. So that's the other thing, connecting with the audience, whether it's showing them that you care, commenting on their posts, engaging with them. I reply to every single comment I get or putting out, you know, things that I think would spark their imagination. I think that that works really well. I also try to be very relevant. I try to do some social listening. I try to do some research. So for example, I uh, will be starting a podcast in the future called Stories. And before I start this podcast, I actually stepped back and first and foremost, I'm appearing on many podcasts like yours and many others so that I could learn about this space because I'm new to it. 
but also sent a lot of private messages to a lot of my contacts to ask them what would they like to see what kind of topics what would resonate what works what doesn't work how the process you know uh, works etc so so that's more or less what uh, i think works and maybe last but not least try to be different i try for my post to uh, be unique to be different to not you know I, i don't like to kind of say the same thing as other people because then i think it it's not as intriguing for people so i try to be very unique and different so i'd say these are some of the things that i've learned from i mean there's many others but these are some of the things that i wanted to highlight today um and a lot of the global brands uh, actually apply these principles with a lot of global brands like coca-cola and everything there isn't a face to the company there is always that name that brand and they are selling a story behind it uh with someone who's starting out someone who's probably or been in business for a while now and they think you know what now is the time i need to build a personal brand i need to go on um social media and start you know building a following um and start posting content where do they begin um i mean where where do they start so i think it's really important to start on a platform where your audience is so for example in my case my audience is on linkedin so i really think that it's important to start on the right platform how, how would you um, identify that um, i target ceos and i think right. for example like maybe they're on instagram maybe i'm wrong but it's not what i use instagram for like i my daughter happens to be on instagram and for me i put posts on instagram to inspire her and because i know they stick and i know that she reads all of them but and i know that there are some ceos on instagram that um, that i'm in touch with but there my majority focus is on linkedin because that's who i want to talk to on a day to day basis i think leaders and ceos are on linkedin they have less time on linkedin though so you need to know how to grab them and how to use the platform properly but i'd say start by identifying who your audience is where they are what are their pain points how can you provide a solution to their pain points and then start creating content I also wanted to tell you that maybe you know Coke's example is different because you say there's no face behind uh, the name of Coke but they do use a lot of brand ambassadors they um I think they do an amazing job phenomenal job on communications but there are other companies where the CEO's personal brand is very prominent in the company right so for example if you look at uh, the late Steve Jobs I mean do you think more of Steve Jobs or do you think more of Apple um some people think more of Steve Jobs rather than they think of Apple but these two are interconnected so i really think it's important for a an individual to have a personal brand online and offline because you know i've seen a brand a specific person on linkedin and then you know if well, you can't put all your eggs in one basket you also have to have a personal brand offline right So I think you need to play both at the same time and I think it's important for companies to encourage their employees to work on their personal brands that's a new trend a lot of companies are actually now encouraging their employees to be their brand ambassadors online as well on different platforms uh to share their social media posts to actually you know genuinely connect with the purpose of the company and I think this is still new and some companies are not using it properly because they're scared uh for various reasons but those that are using it properly i think are winning big time and because it brings up a lot of benefits to both employers and employees 
So it's more about, um, you know, you don't have to really, you know, make it a sales pitch every single time. You turn around and you share your journey, you're sharing your, your message, what you're up to, what your company's up to. And that's the kind of, that's what you're putting out really on a, on a chosen platform that might be LinkedIn or, or might be Instagram or whatever your product or your, or your service where you think your clients are going to hang out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I can give you one example of, I think, a company that does this really well. So Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about Claude Silver, who's his, you know, head of HR. And she puts out a post very regularly. And I think, you know, sometimes this post is about their company. And uh, sometimes this post is, is not about the company. It's about, you know, her field, her practice, her beliefs. And I think this works really, really well because it's not a sales fit. It's about what she believes in and how her purpose is connected to her employer's purpose. So I'm a big advocate of that. And I think, you know, they're playing that really, really well. And I think they're playing on the whole concept of having a heart and it's working really well. I think, you know, there are companies, for example, that don't push their employees' name out because they're scared that they're going to lose them. So Gary, for example, didn't follow this approach because he's smart. He knows that if he actually goes out of his way to promote Claude, Claude is going to be more loyal to him and Claude is going to, he's going to retain Claude more often for a longer period of time. So I'm more of an advocate of this type of uh, personal branding within corporates uh, rather than uh, companies pushing their employees to just push the company's message all the time. Right. And that's interesting when you say this, um, you know, there was, there was obviously a trend with new platforms coming in, right? There was a trend where the, uh, when you had to, when you post a written post that was, you know, then it got flooded and everybody was doing that. And then, um, you know, pictures came in and then videos came in and then, um, you know, so right now videos are probably trending more in my experience. I don't know how, but what you have seen, what you've, what you've heard, videos have more impact, but there's tons and tons of videos now as well. People, more and more people are, are, you know, are more comfortable in front of camera or, or have to be comfortable. You have no choice. And how do you really, you know, you mentioned content being unique and, you know, that involves a little bit of market research, what people want to hear, what people want to, what you're passionate about. There's a combination of few things. How do you, you know, no matter whether it's a post, whether it's video right now, video is trending. How do you make sure that, you know, you are heard and you're seen and, you know, so for someone like Coca-Cola and, you know, when it comes to corporate branding, that might be a little bit easier when you have a fancy, when you have millions of pounds, you can do research on and spend on um, ad money and create a fancy ad, especially with Coca-Cola around Christmas time. You know, that's the only drink I remember, you know, even as a child. <laughs> 25, 30 they did a good ago. job. Absolutely. I mean, anyone you speak to, you know, what's the first drink that you remember, um, you know, during Christmas time, a Coca-Cola comes to mind because that's when the, the advertising starts to kick in. That's what I remember as a child their stories and the Santa. So they connected those colors, the brand colors, the videos, the story they were telling. How do you make sure that, you know, from now taking that to a personal brand, how do you make sure your content is unique? You know, you are, you're standing out with tons of tons of videos coming out with people posting out. How do you make sure you do that? And I know that, you know, I've seen your videos, I've seen your content that really stands out. It's got hundreds of, you know, likes and comments and and I really like your content. And how, how do you, in, in your view, how do you do that? So I'd say you don't need tons of money to do that. I think you just need to step back and, you know, again, think of, you know, your audience's problems and a solution to that. But also 
uh, being authentic. Like I, you know, there are, for example, I, I see videos of people like dancing on LinkedIn, but that's authentic to them. And that's good. I, I'm not going to stand there and dance because it's not <laughs> authentic to me. Right. Yeah. But, but they're doing really well. And that's because it's authentic to them. Right. So I think it's really important to be yourself, to be authentic at the same time to create topics or do talk about things that maybe that push the boundaries that people are scared to talk about or don't want to talk about to give an opinion that's different. I think we're obviously seeing a flood of videos. You're right that that's, you know, that's the future and that's what everybody is doing. Uh, Some people are doing it right, some people are doing it wrong and need to do it in a better way. But having said all of that, I think what's really, really important is for you to to just dare to be different and dare to be unique because there's no place anymore for the norm. Like the norm, normal content has been covered already and there's no place for it in life because, yeah, just people, it doesn't connect with people. The more interesting, the more weird, the more different and unique it is the more chances it's gonna have to get picked up and i think as long as it's authentic as long as you're consistent with it and as long as you're adding value like there's no point i mean i'm not a big fan of putting out videos of a cat or a monkey (laughs) or whatever i mean i did that on my instagram two weeks ago when i was on holiday but i it was accompanied with a message on motherhood because you know that specific video linked with motherhood but on linkedin for example i'm targeting ceos and i want to add value to them and so the chances of the ceo that i'm targeting looking at this video is not gonna be high and that means that I'm going to need to accept the fact that some of my content may not go viral. Some of my content may not get a lot of views like the others are getting. Um, That means that I'm not going to grow as fast as others are growing. And I'm okay with that because what's important for me is not that. What's important for me, you know, is that I'm authentic, I'm, I'm unique, I'm different. I'm always speaking my brand tone and my brand values because people will see through it one day when you're not consistent and when you're yeah, when you're not authentic, people will see through it one day. So I prefer to stay consistent and to just be myself. And the people that, you know, like that will resonate with me and the people that don't will not. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Sure. And you mentioned consistency. I mean, different marketing personal brand gurus mention, um, you know, different things. It might be different for an organization in terms of personal branding. When you say consistent, what does that really mean? Does that mean I post three times a week? Do I post once a week, you know, or every day? I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk probably posts five times a day on every single platform. Um, right. Tons of them. He may have the time and luxury and a team around him to do that. People that don't have that luxury of time, how do you make the most of your time? And how do you, how frequent and how frequent do you be in terms of posting and, and, and where you post? So you can be as frequent as you want to be. I've seen, you know, because I'm in touch now with many, many content creators and I've formed a friendship with them. And I see that some of them post a few times a day and some of them post less. And I think what's important is that you for you, but that you're consistent with it. So for example, um, I think the average is one a day, I'd say. And uh, that's how I started, except for weekends. So I started kind of doing five days a week 
And right. that has worked well, but I actually take a lot of time to respond to people who comment or to connect with people that like my posts. So I think what's important is that you are consistent with whatever works for you. And the other thing that's important from a consistency point of view is that your tone is consistent. So for example, some personal branding experts feel that you should have be a thought leader in a specific topic. Like let's say I'm a thought leader in marketing communications and that I stick to that and I only talk about marketing communications. Yeah. And others think that you should be more well-rounded, that you should show, you know, your whole personality. So for example, if you look at my personality, um, I'm a mom, so I have a lot of expertise on parenting and motherhood. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I'm a leader in my space. I've been a leader as well. I've taken a lot of leadership courses, so I can talk about leadership. But at the same time, I'm a marketing storytelling expert, so I can talk about that. So what I try to do personally is that I try as much as possible to kind of stick to a few topics yeah. um, and, and alternate and have maybe focus with more intensity on one topic, but I don't want to, for example, just talk about storytelling every day. I think I'll bore people to death (laughs) if I do that. (laughs) I also have, I feel that the best experiences you learn, you learn, you know, not necessarily, you know, I've learned the most as a parent. I, and I think I have a lot of value to add as a parent and I would love, for example, to share that experience with others on LinkedIn. And so I try to kind of mix it up a little bit of personal, a little bit of business oriented stuff, but always focusing on kind of my my sphere, which is culture, marketing, communication, storytelling and leadership. Sure. It's basically giving your holistic self, but at the same time, focusing more on what you're here to offer, Uh, you know, your your gift, your skill, your... Absolutely. Awesome. We are coming towards the end of the show. And um, I, I just wanted to ask you, Is there any final thoughts you want to share or um, any final message you want to share? Yeah, I mean, the best message that I could share for individuals, I have a message for individuals and a message for corporates. The message for individuals would be to to not do my mistake. (laughs) My mistake is that I didn't do work on my personal brand online. And so my message to them is to work on their personal brand every day they can uh, because it's so, so important. And I really, really believe that on our deathbed, the only thing that remains is the story we leave behind. And I think it's so important that every individual has a story uh, and shares their story in an impactful way and does that every day in whichever shape and form they can. So that's my message to individuals. And my message to corporates is kind of similar as well. Um, every corporate was born out of a why, was born out of a, out of a pain, out of a reason, And I think it's so important for the CEO of that corporate to actually focus on that and highlight that and share that company's why, because it's the only thing that's going to help him connect with his employees. It's the only thing that's going to help him or her, uh, I should say him and her, (laughs) uh, connect with communities, with their customers, with their investors. People are connected to stories. People are connected to a purpose. They're not connected to products. And so my best advice to any company is to actually go out of their way to communicate their why and their purpose and to do that in a very genuine and human way. And that will go a long way in helping them make good sales. Great. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And how can people connect with you, ask you questions, uh, best way to follow you? I'm very active on LinkedIn. 
Uh, and so it would be great for people to connect with me on LinkedIn if they wish to see uh, my content on a daily basis. And if not, and they just want to connect and kind of get to know me, they can review my website. I have a personal website, which is just my name, lubnafosli.com, or they can look at my business website, which is stories.co.ae. But this just give information on my on me as a person and my company um, if they wish to just kind of get to know me a bit more and look at my content, LinkedIn would be best. Great, and if they want so to much. see my kids and my motherhood journey, they can follow me on, on Instagram. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's more personal and that's more business. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I've been a great guest. Um, and yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Only the Brave Have Fun. I hope you got some great value and insights from this episode. If, and if you're someone who wants to transition from being an employee to an entrepreneur, then I have some great free resources for you. If you visit www.jazbearaurora.com, that's www.jazbearaurora.com, and drop me a line, I will send you an ebook and also a one-hour masterclass. And also... Um, Go and take the Escape the 95 survey, uh, which will help you understand where you are right now um, and where the gaps are in your knowledge to transition from being an employee to an entrepreneur. And if you're a business and you need help growing or if you have any uh, issues that you'd like to discuss, then yeah, once again, visit the website and I'll be more than happy to help you. Thank you for listening.